hello, 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 and welcome back to Beyond Mediocrity Leader Development, also known as BMLD. I am your host, James Prince, and I'm so glad. Uh, today is actually the first official day after our inauguration. It's January 21st, 2021, and a great day for a lot of people. I know that uh, depending on where you sit, you're just happy to see change. And so uh, anyway, we've got a lot of good things going on uh, and a lot of great things happening in the f- for our future. So one of them, I think, is going to be our ability to be able to lead ourselves and thought leadership is always at the top of my list. Uh, that's why I've got a very special guest today, which you'll hear more about in just a second. But just so you know, if you're new to the BMLD community, the goal of this podcast has always been motivating others to push beyond mediocrity to be exceptional. And in this pursuit of motivating others, I always lean on these three specific tenets, which is self-actualization, social activism, and business acumen. And today we're going to touch on all three because we've got an, a phenomenal leader here who really, I think I've got that distinct uh, pleasure of interviewing. He's a senior executive from one of our nation's top organizations. And uh, I'll say more about him in just a second. But just so you all know, becoming a thought leader is something that I think we all should strive towards. Now, the premise of this conversation uh, on becoming a thought leader is that great leaders are known for thinking more broadly at a higher level, more so than the average leader. I put average in quotes for the record. But remember, average or status quo are the same as mediocre. And so if you consider yourself an average leader, then the goal is to push yourself beyond that. Let's be exceptional leaders. And if I want to be exceptional, you want to be exceptional, then you talk to people who are doing exceptional things. And that's the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with the individual that we're going to introduce in just a second. But before we go there, as always, we have a reference from the Bible. It's a scriptural reference. And of course, it's from the wisest leader that we have known on, uh, at least uh, in history, uh, uh, that is King Solomon. He's been known to be uh, attributed for having more wisdom than anybody else. And as this subject of thought leadership, uh, it has a principle of wisdom. I thought it would be appropriate to take from the Bible. And here's what it says in Proverbs chapter four, verse seven. And this is according to the Amplified Version. The beginning of wisdom is this, getting skillful and godly wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all you're acquiring, get understanding, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. That again is according to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. So uh, one of the two over 200 Bible verses uh, speaks on this whole notion of wisdom. The word wisdom is used over 200 times in the Bible. So uh, that's as many times, actually a little bit more so, I think almost as uh, the word faith. So here's our promise. God gives all of us wisdom and knowledge freely to everyone who seeks it. As a matter of fact, I think it's in the, the New Testament, the book of James, it talks about that if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Uh, he gives it to all of us freely. So the challenge, even though we have that promise is that we ask for wisdom, but expect to be given wisdom without a few tests. Now, you know, we all know that you can learn a lot of things. You know, they say experience is the best teacher. I say that uh, applied experience and evaluated experience is the best teacher. But the truth is thought leaders who are actively seeking spiritual discernment, mature comprehension and logical interpretation will have the greatest influence on others. And it may many times come through tests, things that they've been through. So speaking of tests and people being able to achieve and in spite of get through a lot of difficult uh, times, 
I've got an individual who's got a phenomenal story, and I'll let him say more about it in just a second. But his name is Gene Axius. He is actually a doctor, Ph.D., and he is the senior vice president of global thought leadership at AARP. In this role, he provides strategic direction, leadership and technical expertise, championing new ideas, framing thought provoking perspectives and driving bold solutions to change systems and improve the lives of all as they age, as we age, both domestically and internationally internationally. Now, he's got a lot of accomplishments, so I won't have time to read them all, but just a few of them to note. Uh, in 2018, Dr. Axis was recognized as a Gerontological Society of American of America Fellow. He's one of Black Enterprise Magazine's 2018 Modern Man of Distinction, and he's a recipient of the Prince George's County Social Innovation Fund 40 over 40, 40 under 40, excuse me, under 40 award. Uh, in 2019, the National Academy of Television and of Arts and Sciences and ShareCare, a digital health company awarded him with the prominent ShareCare Award. Uh, one more thing I did think was noteworthy. He's got so many things, but I hate to have to take away uh, just for the sake of time. But uh, he's respected for his business acumen and incredible voice in decision making, building and sustaining strategic partnerships. He forges global strategic alliances and establishes uh, with governments, governance boundaries. Uh, he also leads with value, intentionality and impact. And uh, even though I, I told you that he's currently the senior vice president for global thought leadership, I believe that his influence goes far beyond AARP, uh, which, by the way, is the world's largest nonprofit. And uh, if you think about someone with uh, this is a nonpartisan, by the way, membership organization. I'm a member of AARP. Fortunately, I'm glad to say uh, Dr. Axius oversees thought leadership efforts of uh, this two billion dollar organization. So if you've got someone that can share a little bit of their thought knowledge or some wisdom, I think it's who we have on the call today. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and say, Mr. Axius, Dr. Axius, please say hello to our exceptional leaders. Well, uh, hello, everyone, and thank you so much, James, for this conversation and this opportunity to connect this morning. Absolutely. Well, I know you're a very, very busy man, so I'll just get right to some of these questions. Uh, you have an amazing story of influence, and uh, influence being defined as that capacity to have an effect on the character development or behavior of someone or something. How much of that influence is attributed to your own individual thought leadership, if you don't mind sharing? Well, I, I think we are all, we all have the capacity uh, through our lived experiences, through our backgrounds, and to, our, um, to really provide value and to provide insights in a way uh, that can really help others look at something differently, or at least look at it from a different perspective. Okay. Uh, and uh, as for me, uh, I've been very fortunate to, um, to be raised by my grandmother for the first four years of my life. And then my first job was working at a retirement community. Uh, so I tell people quite often that at a very young age, I was blessed and fortunate enough to really know what my purpose was in life, wow. uh, what my passions was in life, and how to marry my purpose and my passion in order to really be impactful mm -hmm. uh, in trying to address the issues, particularly as it relates to how people are aging across the globe. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So your grandmothers are clearly an, a strong influence. Now, I remember hearing about thought leadership. You know, you, you happen to have had a natural gift and then maybe had it supported by a family member. Uh, but back in the 90s, I remember even early 2000s, that was a buzz phrase, thought leadership. You know, why has this term you think made a resurgence, at least in my opinion, a resurgence over the past few years? You hear a lot of people mm -hmm. talking about thought leadership. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the relevance, James. 
I'm meaning the fact that organizations are trying to be relevant in people's lives, in the lives of consumers, in the lives of the people that they serve. Mm-hmm. Individuals are trying to be relevant in terms of what their value add is. Uh, there's so much information out there, and I think the question is, how are you breaking through the noise? Mm-hmm. What are the insights uh, or the thinking or perspective that you have that really helps to encourage, uh, helps to influence people's uh, worldview mm-hmm. on a particular issue? So whether you're an individual or whether you're an organization, I think we're all trying to be relevant uh, in terms of how we are trying to contribute to the current discourse or the current environment in a way that solves some of the societal problems that we all are experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you, I think the timing is perfect too, to have this kind of conversation, given the fact that we're right in the middle of transition, you live in that very city that, you know, we saw just a couple of weeks ago, uh, an insurrection, but then we also saw, you know, a, a transition of, of power for the, for the nation. So there's a need for all of us to think differently. So, um, I guess the next question for me in terms of you and your education is what inspired you to pursue your doctor of philosophy degree, particularly in public administration, uh, and bearing in mind what we're all going through as a public as a society what inspired you to pursue that you know i always wanted to um think about uh ways in which we can solve some of our societal challenges um and what were the opportunities uh i think that in many cases some you know there might be some general agreement about what some of the challenges are but there were uh there's not necessarily a lot of agreement sometimes around what some of the solutions should be Right. Uh, and I wanted to spend some time really dissecting how did we get to where we are as a nation, as a country. Mm. And I thought that getting my PhD uh, and really doing that deep dive and that deep analysis would help me and give me the tools that would be necessary in order to not just unpack how we got here, but more so create a path for how do we move forward. Right. And I think that also ties in to thought leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought leadership is really this opportunity to elevate an idea, to share a different perspective, to back it with evidence and data and research, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then to really kind of focus on what are the solutions? Right. Uh, what are the solutions? Uh, I think that, uh, there's a thirst, if you will, mm-hmm. for innovative thinking, for mm-hmm. goal thinking, yeah. uh, for really thinking about what the solutions are. Uh, and that is part of the reason why I wanted to get my PhD mm-hmm. was the fact that I wanted to learn the, the, the tools um, that would help me really enhance my critical thinking, mm-hmm. but also really think about uh, how do we develop new ideas? How do we get others to champion those ideas? How do you frame ideas and then generate some consensus around some of those ideas and solutions? And look for opportunities to enact those. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I feel like you uh, you tapped on, on, on a few subjects that uh, education itself and the way that it's affected your own life, I think, is is key to your success. And, you know, earning a Ph.D., I'm sure it was not easy. And uh, of course, you don't have time to tell us all of the details. But just, you know, as a black man, how has educating yourself and, and growing through the system and matriculating through America and then seeing the impact of that education, uh, how has it affected your life and, and what you do on a daily basis, if you don't mind sharing? Uh, I think that's a great question. Um, as you indicated, it, it you know, being a black man, 
in America in particular uh, has uh, come with its uh, set of challenges, I think it's fair to say, uh, that, you know, we're, and we've seen this, oh, particularly over the last year, um, with regards to George Floyd and the countless others who have lost their lives uh, because of what they look like. Right. Uh, and I think that um, as a black men in America, and um, for those who are listening, that we are always um, having to uh, continue to show up uh, uh, and be consistent. Uh, that the, 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 the standards are, uh, are, are, are different uh, for us. Uh, and I think that what education has been able to afford me uh, is the opportunity uh, to uh, break down as many doors as I can mm-hmm. uh, and, and not allow whatever that is on that um, job description to be a roadblock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that there, you know, that's one of the things that we think about is the fact that uh, what are the skills that we bring, and we're very innovative as a people. Right. We're very creative as a people. Yes. Uh, but there are some these systemic barriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that for us, uh, and for me, my life lessons have been to continue to uh, move forward uh, in spite of, mm-hmm. uh, in, in spite of the questions, in spite of the, the, the glares and stares, mm-hmm. in, spi- in spite of your own personal doubts, um, is to continue to get up each day and take two sets of courage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that two sets of courage is to really, uh, realize, um, your God given, uh, gifts, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, to continue to have faith, uh, faith in oneself, uh, faith in, uh, in my case, I believe in God and mm-hmm. Jesus Christ as my savior. So just really having that sense of, um, faith is critically important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, and it actually reinforces that scripture that we, we read earlier. You know, uh, it speaks to what you just said literally speaks to the, the whole seeking of knowledge and, and understanding and wisdom, including spiritual discernment, including mature comprehension, mm-hmm. logical interpretation. I mean, everything you just mentioned, it almost completely restates that message. You know, your, your impact on aging and longevity, on health and long term term care is remarkable. I mean, if people have a chance, I really do hope they go and check you out on LinkedIn, you know, check your profile. But of course, you know, being a supporter of AARP, you know, you've got a really rich history and I've had the privilege of speaking with you in the past, just knowing your story. But, you know, uh, were you always drawn to wisdom or the wise, as we say, uh, and or those who who were possessing wisdom a little bit, maybe a little bit longer in life than the rest of us? Have you always been drawn to that? Uh, you know, it, that's a great question. I, I think the answer is yes. My first job I mentioned was in a retirement community. Uh, and I started with a retirement community when I was in high school. Uh, and I remember uh, during the breaks, I worked in the dining room. Uh, and during the breaks, I would literally sit outside and talk to the residents. Mm. Uh, now, here you have someone who was 15, 16, 17. By the time I was 17, I was a dining room manager overseeing a staff of 30 mm. people, many of them could have been my parents in some cases, my grandparents. Wow. Um, but, uh, that's, that's speaking of wisdom, that's speaking of, um, mm-hmm. perspective. And, mm-hmm. um, I consider myself a benefactor of those who have come before me. Right. Uh, and I've learned, uh, and been open to learning, uh, from them because I, I didn't want to make, uh, some of the mistakes that they've made. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wanted to learn in terms of some of the things that they've learned, uh, at their, at their stage of life. Uh, so I would just literally sit at uh, uh, um, in the patio with some of these residents 
just hearing about their lived experiences and, you know, what they enjoyed about uh, their contributions, uh, some of their regrets, um, some of the things they wish they had more and that they, they could do. Uh, and I just took all that in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've been better because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the other thing, too, Go ahead, and the other thing, too, is the fact that I think that uh, oftentimes um, uh, there might be others who can see something in you that you may not either A, see in yourself, right. or B, uh, may not necessarily have that sense of confidence. Mm. Uh, and yeah, self-doubt, I said this to someone yesterday, that oftentimes we can be our worst critics and our worst enemies. True. That voice in your head that's whispering that you are not good enough or that you shouldn't do this or that you're going to fail. Uh, you know, I, and I, I, this is something that I experienced. And, you know, I have to remind myself that I'm a child of God uh, and he doesn't make any mistakes. Uh, and, and I think that, uh, that is important, uh, going back to what I said before, uh, that speaking of wisdom and speaking of experience and listening to others who've gone before you, yeah. uh, and, and taking their advice into consideration. Yeah, yeah. Well said. You know, and before I ask this next question, you maybe think about a phrase that I heard from someone who was, I believe, at the time in his late 70s, a former bishop of mine uh, where I grew up in, in upstate New York. And he used to say all the time, he was uh, a country guy from the South. He'd say that going there can't tell done been there how to get there. And I know that that sounds it's broken English, you know, to the to the degree that some would probably question it. But there is so much wisdom in that, that the people who are on that road that are trying to get that wisdom can't tell the people who've already been there how to get that wisdom. The people that have been yeah. there and have had that experience have a lot to share. And it sounds like you got that early on. If you were 15, 16, 17 and had the the, the foresight to be able to know these people have a lot to share and, and make my life that much richer. Uh, good for you. I wish everybody wish I'd had that same kind of, of uh, discerning of spirit. But uh, the last question that I'll have before, well, I actually have two more, but this second last question, it kind of speaks to this last uh, comment that you made about kind of believing uh, or having to believe in yourself and and, and sometimes facing self-doubt. Uh, assuming that you have faced a moment of despair at one point or another and did want to give up, you know, how were you able to press through it? I know you say you've got your faith, but are you able to share just a little bit more about how you were able to continue despite those challenges? Uh, absolutely. I, I, I think that given what we've seen over the last year with the pandemic, the unemployment crisis, the long lines of uh, cars uh, trying to get food at a food bank, the racial unrest, uh, the political environment, uh, trying to find moments of joy mm-hmm. uh, and trying to uh, keep focus and trying to keep your eyes on the prize. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say that for many people, um, myself included, has been challenging. Uh, and uh, I think it's a mindset, uh, James, uh, that we need to have. In my case, uh, I, I really do try to focus on my thinking habits. Uh, I focus on um, self-care, meaning the fact that throughout the day, I may get up and go for a quick walk to rejuvenate myself, to recenter myself, uh, really talking about positive affirmation. And then also learning about um, setbacks. Mm-hmm. Even with a setback, there are lessons to learn from that. Mm-hmm. So the question is, how are you growing uh, professionally? How are you growing personally? So in addition to my faith, I focus uh, on really thinking about what are the goals I'm trying to achieve personally and professionally. Right. And then each day being intentional about how 
to go about achieving those goals and objectives. Uh, and then also focusing on self-care and my mindset. Right. Wow. Well, those are great words of wisdom from, from a very wise man. Clearly, you know, I can see why you do your job and do it well. Um, thank you for your time. I think, you know, just based on the fact that uh, we've, uh, we're, we're both on this same journey and know that there's uh, a higher source that gives us guidance, you agreed to, to close us out in prayer. As with every episode on BMLD, we always have a moment and recognize that, you know, we have a source that is uh, truly uh, beyond our resource. You know, it is, it is God. So are you uh, willing to close us out and just say a brief prayer for the people that are listening? Absolutely, James. I'll be honored. Well, let's uh, prepare ourselves to go before the Lord. Uh, Heavenly Father, we come to you today and just want to, first of all, say thank you. Uh, thank you for waking us up this morning, dear God. Thank you for giving us uh, breath in our bodies, dear God. Thank you for reminding us that we are your child, dear God, that we are victorious in your sight, that we're precious in your sight, dear God. Father, for those who are listening today, dear God, meet them where they are. Help them with their health, dear God. Help them with their wealth, dear God. Help them achieve their goals, dear God, and help them see themselves the way that you see us, dear God, that we are your children, dear God, that you did not make any mistakes, dear God. Continue to strengthen us uh, in our day-to-day walk, dear God. Continue to help us prosper, dear God. Continue to bless us, dear Lord, and allow us to be a blessing to other people. Father, continue to remind us, dear God, that we are able to do exceedingly above all that we can ever think or ask for, dear God. With your help, dear God, continue to position us and allow us to be in a posture, dear God, where we can hear you whispering to us and encouraging us throughout the day, dear God. Father, let us not live in a spirit of fear Mm. or anxiety, dear God, and let us live uh, as you have envisioned for us to live a life of abundance, dear God. So, Father, hear our prayers today, hear our cries for you, dear God. And continue to walk with us and talk with us and continue to remind us that we are your child, dear God. Uh, and I uh, continue to remind us that you love us more than uh, we can ever think or know, dear God, and that we should not be in fear. So, Father, let us have an amazing day today, dear God. Let uh, the listeners who are listening to this, dear God, be encouraged and be of good cheer, dear God. And to surrender all to you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Uh, but I'm so grateful, Dr. Axius. You know, you've got a lot to offer, and I'm so thankful. Uh, have a great day. I, I'm sure that the listeners are going to continue on to be inspired by what you've shared today. And uh, I'm going to actually reach out to you on, on another occasion uh, because I do want to get a little bit more of that wisdom, specifically on how I can do better with, uh, I've got this, my own website, it's beyondmediocrityld.com, but it's a nonprofit. And and I'd love to learn mm-hmm. from you how I can do more. My desire is to contribute, and as I've said, even with this podcast, to motivate others, to push beyond mediocrity, to be exceptional. And uh, my desire is that we do just that. And and hopefully you can share a little bit more of your knowledge uh, as we have a chance to talk again. But uh, do you have any other parting Wonderful. thoughts before uh, I let you go? I just want to thank you. I, I, you know, this is a beautiful platform and that I think we uh, owe it to ourselves uh, to not just lead with grace, but give ourselves uh, a spirit of grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also to uh, continue to encourage one another. So I just thank you for your time this morning and for your leadership mm-hmm. and creating this platform for many of us um, to be encouraged and to uh, live out our lives to the fullest. 
All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you again. Well, I'm going to let you go. I know you've got a busy day ahead, but uh, before I go, just let me remind these, these wonderful listeners that you are exceptional. So you all be exceptional. <laughs>